Hey everybody, in today's episode of the Azure Enablement Show, I'm joined by Jeff, who is a cloud financial architect. He's going to be walking me through how to think about estimating your Azure virtual machine costs using a new Azure virtual machine cost estimator. Make sure you join us for some great demos as well. Hey everybody, my name is Sarah Lean and welcome to the Azure Enablement Show. In this show, we're having technical conversations with Microsoft experts about some of the common questions or concerns you might have with your cloud adoption journey. Now, in previous episodes, we covered off what the cloud adoption framework is and how it can accelerate your cloud adoption journey. We've also been talking about cloud economics and how you can successfully build your cloud business case. In today's episode, I'm joined by Jeff, who is a cloud financial architect, and he's going to be talking to me about the new Azure Virtual Machine cost estimator. Now, welcome back to the show, Jeff. Thanks. It's always a pleasure, and it's always, uh, and I always enjoy talking about cloud economics and and how financials map to like architectural changes. Um, so I love playing that role of a data center architect that that kind of likes to do his own taxes. So it's always a pleasure uh, doing these sessions with you. Awesome. Now, if we think about the cloud adoption framework, inside the strategy phase, we talk about business justification and building your business case. And when you're building that business case, estimating and figuring out the cost of running your environment inside the cloud is a big factor for a lot of people. And um, with that in mind, we have this new Azure Virtual Machine cost estimator um, that can help you with that. Could you explain a bit more about that, please, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in essence, it's a Power BI template um, with an Excel file that feeds data into the Power BI template. Um, what we discovered is when you're looking at even larger scale data centers, more than 100 compute units, for example, um, it's challenging for customers to go to our online cost uh, calculator, our Azure calculator that's web-based, and put all of those technical criteria in there and find the right matches. Um, so we created a template, um, the Azure co uh, Virtual Machine Cost Estimator, so you could feed in a much larger list along with some additional specifications like the number of cores that are assigned to that compute unit, um, the memory footprint and the utilization of those, and even um, the monetary or, or fiscal value or currency value that you want to actually have the price list generate. Um, along with like the different Azure uh, targets you want to place your workloads in. Um, so it helps you automate that process. Awesome. This sounds very good. Um, I do love a Power BI template or report. Um, Jeff, could you show me and walk me through this, please? Oh, absolutely. Let's go ahead and, and share and take a look at it. Um, so this is the main part of the dashboard. Um, now, the data I'm feeding into it right now, I just randomly created 100,000 compute units. Now, in most of our customer cases, we're not going to see footprints that large, but at least it shows the flexibility and scale um, that you can use this particular tool in. And what it's doing is it's placing that entire compute footprint into our different offer constructs, um, whether it's pay-go, pay-go pricing, or one or three-year reserved instances, those longer-term commits, or with or without the Azure hybrid benefit. So you could see the different price points and cash flow differences as you place your workloads in different offers that are uh, available from Azure. Awesome. Now, you mentioned um, different pricing plans there on different programs like Hybrid Benefit and Pay-as-you-go. Could yeah. you just un like, explain a wee bit about the differences between all of them and where they fit inside your cost estimations? 
Oh, absolutely. So pay-as-you-go pricing is, in essence, on-demand usage-based pricing inside of Azure. You pay for what you're actually using, that percentage uptime of, of your compute, uh, particular compute unit. And as you can see in this model, it is a higher price point. Um, versus like reserved instances where you have one or three year terms or commits of compute utilization. Um, and you'll notice that the cash flow requirements to support those workloads is much lower as you make longer term commits with reserved instances. And then in addition to that, we have the Azure hybrid benefit, which is uh, attached to an agreement with Microsoft where you have enabled license portability for Windows, as well as your SQL licensing, that, that licensing asset or investment that you already have, you could further leverage to lower your hourly price point for a compute. Awesome. Now, what happens if we don't want to use your sample data, Jeff? How do we actually plug in our real world data into this template? Oh, absolutely. So let's walk through that. And, and um, within the template itself, the very first tab is a little bit of a how-to guide. So as I'm walking through this, if you're not taking notes, um, certainly this page will be super helpful for you. Um, but I'll walk through these steps and, and so you know how to customize it in the way you want. Um, so starting with the data input. Um, which is an Excel file, and it's and we'll provide download links for both for this Excel file and for the PBX at the end of this presentation. Um, but starting with the Excel file, we have this first tab of on-premise compute units. Um, this is where I randomly generated a hundred thousand, or sorry, uh, yes, a hundred thousand compute units, as well as I randomly assigned them to a, an environment, whether it's dev or pre pre-production or or production level systems. Um, and then I also set whether or not it's running Windows because we want to be able to quantify the cash flow delta between compute units that are running Windows and those that are not, and then also show you the hybrid benefit, cash flow benefit um, as, as we're doing the analysis. Um, there's also columns for the number of vCPUs or cores that are assigned to that compute unit, the memory footprint, and also some fields of resource utilization. So if you're not using 100% of the number of cores or memory footprint, you could put in percentage utilizations of those resources. And then this last column in this first tab um, defines where you're placing the workload. Um, in this particular case, I randomly assigned uh, compute units to any data center in Azure. So we, we're, we pretty much have global coverage for this 100,000 compute unit footprint. Um, now, second to that, you could also set the currency on the second tab. We have it set to US dollars, but for the currencies that we support in Azure, the list is here and you could just go ahead and pick those. Um, and then you could also filter out what compute series you prefer in Azure. Like I filtered out some of the A series and the B series and, and some of the V5 series that are in pre-production. So they're pre-production pricing at this point in time. Um, but I wanted concrete modeling pricing. So I kind of filtered those out and you just set true or false for those. Um, and then this last tab of the data that you're feeding in from the Excel is the Azure regions. And I set every global region to true, but you can go through and pick those particular regions depending on your requirements. Um, so after you do that, um, you can go back to that Power BI dashboard, that PBIX file, and there's a little bit of customization that you have to do, primarily pointing the file to that Excel that you just customized. Um, now, the way you do that is you go into one of the data feeds and just kind of edit query. Um, and if you're familiar with Excel and, and Power BI, um, we're going into the Power Query uh, editor in the back end of it. And we're just going to change the variable that sets the path uh, to the particular um, Excel that we just downloaded. Like you see up here, it's going to my path, the C drive and a folder where that Excel file is located. 
And that's the other, uh, other last component you want to customize. Um, and then after all that's set up and you've created your own customized list of compute in Excel, pointed the PBX file to that particular uh, Excel file, um, everything's set up and ready to go. And, and you should see the, the representation of price points for the different offer constructs. That looks awesome, Jeff. Thank you so much for doing that. But I'm thinking about the non-virtual machine um, resources that you may want to have in the cloud. Does this um, report help us with that? Or what's the process for, for estimating the cost of non-virtual machines? Yeah, the current version is really targeting virtual machines, but an additional reason that we did it in this particular way with this approach is it's an excellent example to extend to other meters and PaaS services inside of Azure. Uh, for example, these particular data feeds where we're pulling in uh, license pricing and compute pricing um, are coming from our publicly accessible retail pricing API. Um, so they're great examples, great starts uh, that you could use as a reference to pull in SQL managed instance meters at the PaaS levels or other meters if you want to build a model that's inclusive of a more complex overall architecture. Um, so it's a great example uh, to really start with. Excellent. So where can people go if they want to download this and start to use it and use it to estimate their cost, Jeff? Uh, excellent. Certainly starting at the Cloud Economics site on Azure.com, as well as we're going to provide a link here in, in the window uh, that you can go to, which is a direct link to download the tool sets. Um, so you could download them locally. And again, don't forget to set the path when, within Power BI to go to the Excel file and customize your data and you should be all set. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jeff. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Also, thank you to all of our viewers for tuning in. Please do check out future episodes of the Azure Enablement Show and definitely check out our back catalogue as well.